What's up, guys? I am your host, Ty. I'm your co-host, Joey. And this is Hawks Entertainment. Today on Hawks Entertainment, we're going to be talking about top five favorite actors. We're going to talk about our top five favorite actors and the movies that are playing that we just love. And um, we're going to explain why they're our top five favorite actors. Joey, you're up. Um. Okay, my first favorite actor is Viola Davis. You're going uh, to order or you just call them up? I'm just going to call them up. Okay, okay, so, okay. I mean, I don't know if I have, like, an actual, like, order. I just know that Viola Davis is my favorite. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I think she has really good range, and I liked the roles that she's played in, um, most notably How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, that's and, a great show. Yeah. And I really did like her role in The Suicide Squad. I thought she yeah. was perfect in that. I feel like, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with you. I feel like that role was perfect for her. Yes, it really was. Um, I guess my second one, I was trying to think of it. I mostly have woman for like my favorite actress. That's cool. Um, I like Tarsha P. Henson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's hilarious. I really like the roles that she picks. I think, you know, she's really good for the ones. I fell in love with her on that show, Empire. Okay. That was a really good one. And, um, what was, oh, wasn't, she was on, um, what was that show? The movie, um, Hidden Figures. I liked her in that, too. Hidden Figures, oh, about Catherine Johnson. Yes. Oh, that's, that's a great movie. I think my, I think my favorite movie that she was in was probably, uh, I Can Do Bad All By Myself, uh, Tyler Perry. Mm. I think she was excellent in that movie. I think she was fantastic. Um, my next one's probably gonna be Audrey Plaza. I fell in love with her on the show, um, Parks and Recs. Okay. And uh, I thought she played that, she played her role very well. Audrey, and you said Audrey Plaza. Audrey Plaza, yeah. Uh, is there any? I don't really know. I'm not. I'm not familiar with this uh, actress. Can you let me know something about her? Um, well, like I said, she was on Parks and Recs. Mm-hmm. She was in another movie. I can't remember what it was. I've only actually really seen her in Parks and Recs, but I, I I watch a lot of interviews and I think she interviews really well and I like her personalities in it. Um, so yeah, I kind of really fell in love with her for Parks and Recs. And then trying to think of my other ones I've, that's all i've been doing is trying to think of this list really bad short-term memories um how about you go and then i'll think of my next um my other two okay i'm gonna go in order i'm saying i'm uh awesome. i got an order of my top five uh so five five i'm gonna go with uh adam sandler Mm. I grew up watching Adam Sandler. I love everything he's in. I probably watched every Adam Sandler movie that's out there. I've seen uh, Grown Ups, Grown Ups 2, uh, Mr. Deed, uh, uh, Billy Madison, um, Waterboy. I've seen almost all of his movies. I just think he's hilarious. Um, I love his personality. I just love that he brought all his friends with him and make sure that every like everyone he knows is in a movie with him. And I just love his creativity uh, when he does movies, and he doesn't care what anybody else think. Uh, anybody else thinks. Um, I'm gonna say five. I'm gonna go with number five is uh, five is probably five is probably Tom Cruise. Really? I'm gonna go with Tom Cruise. I think I say Tom Cruise because um, I just love how he acts in um, in Top Gun. And I love how he acts in Mission Impossible. And I think it's very cool that he does his own stunts. Like, I think that's awesome that he does his own stunts. Um, number four, well, I'm on three. Number three is Cuban Gooding Jr. I grew up watching Cuban, uh, Cuban Gooding Jr. Um, in movies like Radio. I just seen him in uh, Men of Honor, which I love. Men of Honor was a great movie. 
and I just think um, I think he was excellent. He was funny in Norbit. I, I love Norbit. Um, uh, number number two, I'm going with Denzel Washington. I just love Denzel Washington and everything he does. Um, he's an amazing actor. Um, I love them in movies like John Q, uh, Remember the Titans, and those two movies. I just I felt like. And remember the Titans. I was a, I'm a football I was a football player, and I just felt felt very inspired by that movie. I felt like it uh, it taught me how to be a leader and how to deal with teamwork. Um, and uh, number one is Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I've probably almost seen every Ryan Reynolds movie that's out there. I think he's hilarious. I think he's an amazing actor. I've seen him in movies like The Proposal, um, uh, Deadpool, Deadpool Two. I love Deadpool. And um. And um, Free Guy was uh, was a funny movie. It was hilarious. And there's more like more movies I can't even really I can go on and on about Ryan Reynolds. I just love the way he acts and how he just he bring it uh, how he comes to every role and just bring enjoyment to it and just have and have fun. And uh, the way he improvises, which I can't wait for Deadpool three. It's gonna be amazing Deadpool with him and Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. And uh, Hugh Jackman is an honorary, uh, honorary mention for me because I love Hugh Jackman in X Men uh, as he played as uh, character Wolverine. I loved him in um, uh, The Greatest Showman. I think he did an excellent job in The Greatest Showman, and I just love everything about Hugh Jackman. Uh, I look at him as America's uh, favorite Australian. I just, Hugh Jackman is just amazing. Okay, so adding to my list. Um, Anne Hathaway. Okay. I really liked her. Oh, I love Anne Hathaway. I think she's a really good um, actress still. I think I think my favorite Anne Hathaway movie is probably Princess Diaries. Yes, she, mine too. I, I I really liked her in those movies. That's actually kind of where I fell in love with her. Was the Princess Diaries? I loved that. And Steve Carell. I really like him. Steve Carell is funny. I think he's really really funny. Uh, you ever seen a forty year old version? No, I keep meaning to add that to my list. He was hilarious in the forty year old version with uh him, Kevin Hart, and a lot of other uh a lot of other funny characters. That was a hilar- uh, hilarious movie. I need to watch it. I fell in love with like I think the first movie I remember watching him in was that movie Get Smart. Yeah. With also Anne Hathaway. With Anne Hathaway and the Rock, yep. Yep. And um I, I thought he was just really, really good, well done in that movie. And I remember watching it with my dad, and he apparently gets smart. It's based off a, a cartoon from back in the day. And my dad seemed really happy with, like, the way it was, like, portrayed mm. as a remake, I guess, kind of. Yeah. And um, I also really like Margot Robbie. I think oh. she's also really, I really love good. Margot Robbie. Yes. Uh, have you ever seen it in Wolf of Wall Street? Yes. She was amazing in Wolf of Wall Street. I honestly, Wolf of Wall Street is one of my favorite movies. I watch that movie at least like twice a year. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to watch the Barbie movie. I heard she did excellent in the Barbie movie, so I have to watch that. I I'm waiting for it that. to come out on HBO. So, um, but I got a question for you. Um, so what, name an actor or an actress that you probably relate to the most? Ooh. I don't know. I don't really relate to celebrities like that, you know. Uh, yeah, I understand. I'm talking about far as background. Any, any like, so for me, I will uh, say Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, just the way he grew up. Uh, uh, far as ex football player who um, 
who got hurt and couldn't play football anymore and just decided to go a different route with his career. Uh, grew up um, grew up in the struggle. Um, was living in bad neighborhoods. His mother was doing everything she could to raise him. Yeah. And, um, and I relate to that because uh, I, I have grown up in, in a, a bad neighborhood. My mother does everything in her power to, uh, to support me. So um, I, And I played football, and I got hit with an injury when I couldn't play football ever again. And I just love the way he deals with it. He think of everything as a positive uh, positive uh, moment or even a positive thing. He looks at everything as a positive to uh, encourage him and move on to the next thing as far as his career or his uh, his life. And that's how I look at life. Uh, I look at life since uh, football was done for me. I look at it as me encouraging myself to find something new, find something better, and uh and started with my uh, new career in directing and uh, in screenwriting. But um, as far as that, um, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna go back to what we was talking about um, the last time, and uh, we talked about movies. Uh, what we was talking about? No, we talked about our favorite TV shows yeah. actually, and we was talking about Parks and Rec. So we talked about Vampire Diaries. We was talking about um, we was even talking about um. Just certain shows that was just amazing to us. So I'm gonna let you take the uh, take the mic right here and just go ahead and talk. Perfect, because I actually have a show I want to talk about. <laughs> so I started rewatching the Marvels Miss Maisel, yeah. and I love it for multiple reasons. Number one, it is a historic piece. It's about Jews, um, and I'm mildly Jewish. Like you know, I have extended family that are Jewish, so I kind of mm. like relate to that in the fact that I mean, obviously, the family portrayed on the screen is a lot. They they pra- they're more practicing Jews than my family is, yeah. but I kind of relate to that. Your 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 um your history is all over the place. You're, I, I just found out you're Jewish. You got a little yeah. bit German in you, like <laughs> you're yes, like, <laughs> like you're you're almost everything now. <laughs> I, I basically am. So my mother's side is her mother is Jewish, and then her father's family came over from Syria. So I'm fourth generation American or third gener. I think I'm third generation. Yeah, because he was first generation. Now my mother would be second, and then I guess that makes me third generation. So third generation Syrian. Um, my grandmother converted to Catholicism to marry my grandfather. And then the German side comes from my, my, uh, father's side. His father's like a hundred percent German. So yeah, my, I'm like all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Cause you like, you know, exactly, exactly where you I come from and all that. All I know is I'm from America and I'm from America and I'm black. That's all I know. <laughs> That's really all I know. So like, I guess I gotta do a, like a myancestry.com. I or, did mine actually. I can show you my results afterwards. It's something like that to figure out what I uh, what I am because I want to know. Because if I'm a little bit Irish, I'm gonna be happy. I, like, <laughs> I love I love Irish. Like I love Irish people. I love uh, I just love the culture of Irish. If I find I'm a little bit British, that I would I would love to be British. Yeah. yeah. So we did the ancestry. My mom did it once. Um, she did the whole. This is before they did the DNA kits or whatever. Yep. And so she did it out on the website, and that was pretty cool. And like I said, I really like history. And so um, I remember doing the history, the history, uh, the DNA thing, and we weren't necessarily like surprised by the results, as in where they came from. We right. actually kind of were surprised at like the percentages that came back. Because apparently, I I guess, like, 
a large part of me is Jewish. And then the, the Syrian came back as like a very low percentage. And my mother was like, what does that mean? Because, you know, her father came from Syria. So like she, her, well, you know, her grandfather came from Syria. So like she thought it would be higher than that, but I guess not. And um, the German was also lower than we thought it was going to be too, because again, we thought it was going to be a lot higher. So the percentages itself were, we were actually surprised about. But the locations where um, they were showing up, my family came from, we were not surprised by. Okay. So tell me more about this marvelous Miss Maisel TV show. Okay, so before we got off track, yeah. So the family's Jewish. Um, it takes place in New York in the 1950s, and it's basically about a woman who goes through a divorce and becomes a comedic and a stand-up comedian. And I like it because I think it portrays the time period very very well especially for divorce so like in the first episode her husband leaves her she goes down to her parents they live in the same building so she goes or gets goes up to her parents building uh her up to her parents apartment and she's like my husband just left me and the first thing her mom goes what did you do <laughs> and like she didn't do anything her husband left her and he was having an affair with a secretary like oh man Whole, whole like stereotypical men in the fifties leaving their leaving their wives for their secretary, but you know, which I would never understand. That was, that was just, yeah, from to me that's just stupid. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Stupid, and to me that just like that just says the only reason why you end up with your secretary is because she does whatever you want her to whatever you want her to do, and it's just a man with power. That, yes, and but, for me it's also like trading in for like the younger model per se. Like I would too. never do that, but like that's that how. But um. So the main character, her name is what Miss Maisel. Uh, it's Midge Mir or Miriam, but yeah, she goes by Midge. And so, okay. her husband, or I guess ex husband, um, they do eventually get married and get divorced, but she keeps her last name. But you know, her ex husband was trying to be a comedian, and so she thought more of a um, it was going to be it's kind of an interesting um, power play where she thought it was like a fun hobby for them you know like how some people play golf or go salsa dancing and he was like no I wanted I want this to be serious and she was like why you know it was more of a um, I think I just watched this scene last night because I just started over but he was like I'll never be a professional comedian and she was like of course you won't and he was like what do you mean by that and she was like well I thought it was like a fun couples thing and then she goes and eventually like becomes this like legendary comedian so it is kind of cool to see how their um how their lives you know they have kids so their right. lives are like constantly interchanged or constantly interwoven but it is kind of cool to see how she basically gets to live his dream and he he changes his life for the better but he kind of gives up on that dream right so i actually heard about this show before so i gotta check it out i gotta ch definitely check it out it's on prime right because i look i watch a lot of shows i watch a lot of movies um i watch a lot of shows and movies for this podcast that i'm watching like new now um like the tv show you brought up uh what is gen z gen, gen v, v yeah and gen v um uh spin off of the boys so i said i was gonna watch that but um can you uh, give me some insight? Like, give, don't spoil it, but give me some insight for the show. Ooh, this is going to be hard because I was actually thinking about what I was going to say, and then you said you haven't <laughs> seen it yet. I was like, darn. Okay, so basically it's about a freshman college, or a freshman going into college, and the college itself is basically meant to – so the whole purpose of the boys, or the small this, was that, like, you have the big seven, and they're basically treated like celebrities. Right. And so um, – 
one of the main arcs of the show is that you take I think her na- her Annie, but her sh- her superhero name is Starlight, is that basically she's an outsider. She wins the contest or w- the background check, and then she gets thrust into this world where every single time her move as Starlight is done, it's like calculated from a PR perspective. And so the point of the college is to get that next big seven get that next big like social media like one of the things that the character the main character struggles with is that she doesn't have a social media presence some people are like so she actually got kicked out of a class because she didn't have that social media presence and the whole point of the university is to basically funnel these people into the pipeline of you know you're either uh, basically they're trying to find the next big seven and so all their classes are based on being built around that okay Okay, okay. I think I, I think I get the gist of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It sounds like some very fun characters. You know, because you know, you know me. I love character development in TV shows and movies. I think you're really gonna like this yeah. one because it has a lot of interesting character developments in it, and including some that I have some thoughts on, but I don't want to say it until you've seen it so we can <laughs> discuss it because oh, some of them are pretty interesting. That's back. Okay, so I'm gonna watch the night. I'm gonna watch the night. Check it out. Good. And then we can try to review some. Uh, on Wednesday next uh, next podcast, yeah. But um, because there's only three episodes out right now, so okay. it should be easy for me to yeah. catch up. Then, but back on to the yeah uh, TV show, basically that's on history and all that. I actually know a TV show that's uh, it's a time traveling TV show, but it actually has some accurate uh, history on it uh, called Thomas. Thomas is a time traveling TV show that has a lot of accurate um, things that happen in history, mm-hmm. and um. I love it because I love it the fact that because it's accurate. Like I hate a TV show that's time traveling and it's not accurate to what's happening in the real world. So they uh they time traveled to when they met uh Bonnie and Clyde and what happened with the that happened in them. They time traveled to see the where the uh the Revolutionary War started. Uh, mm. where they were um when they just found out that uh that what was the what was the guy named that uh betrayed uh that joined the British side. Ooh. Um I'm trying to remember his name. It was uh Come on. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know it's, it's gonna torture it's gonna torture me. <laughs> this is this is gonna this is gonna to torture me. I and watch and watch I remember it when we straight <laughs> when we done. I, I guarantee you I'm gonna remember it. You're gonna text me and you're just gonna be like, give the name of it, and I'm gonna be like, oh, what is it? And then <laughs> I'm gonna be like, oh, that's the name. But um, it's gonna come to me. But um, other than that, but they um, they just go into a lot of interesting uh, events. Cause to me, I love time traveling shows. I love them so much um, that I'm watching a show called uh, uh, Quantum Leap. Oh. Ever heard of, ever heard of Quantum Leap? Yes. Uh, and I'm not talking about the old version. I'm talking about the new one, the one they just started. Uh, but um, that show is basically about a guy. Um, so it's not. It's not basically. It's not a uh, real time. Yeah. It's not real time, but uh, it's about a guy uh, leaping into. Uh, so basically, time travel, but leaping into other people's body that needs help. Um, and um, he helps that person. Whatever situation they're going through, he helps them in a way. And um, that he needs to be helped, and once he helps him, he leaps to another person that helps that person. So throughout the shows, he's leaping to other people. Throughout the episodes, he le- he's leaping to other people to try to find his way back to home because he got lost. 
he's he's lost in space, lost in time and space. Just keep leaping and leaping and leaping, but he's trying to find his way back to the present. So he can only be in a, he can only literally go go back in time. And it was an episode where he jumped to the future, but everything was messing up in the present. So he had to go back in time. So season two come out uh, October. I want to say October fourth. Or either somewhere around uh, the, in the middle of October, and I can't wait for it. I, I, I definitely think you should check it out. It's on Peacock. It's on uh, NBC. It's a great show. That kind of reminds me of the show. Um, this is like a cartoon back in the a um, Time War Trio. I never heard it. Basically, it's these three guys, and um, they get given a book, and the book like travels them back to like different parts of history and then the whole purpose of the show is that they have to find the book again in order to get back to like modern day New York but they also go back into like the future and they meet like his ancestors it's actually kind of cool I think you can watch old episodes on YouTube okay um but um so I forgot what we were going to talk about but um like because there's so much going in my mind because I like I'm trying to stay on topic yeah. Um, but I love TV shows and movies, so it's like so much I want to talk about. But uh, you know, got this is like the best time to talk about TV shows because it's basically t- TV premiere season. However, I feel like like this season is a little lackluster because of the strike, and um, which I mean I was in favor of the strike, but um, I definitely feel like there's just not like a whole lot of TV shows that are premiering this season because of the strike. So I can't. I can't wait until some new shows start up. Like, I can't wait for um, Grey's Anatomy to start up. Mm-hmm. Well, Grey's Anatomy is not happening until next year because of the uh, actor strike. And um, and they got delayed because of the writer strike. Yeah. But, I'm, um, I'm waiting for season three of Abbott Elementary. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I can't wait because that show is so funny. But it the, is so funny. But the guy that turned on America was named Benedict Arnold. That was the guy's name. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> That was the guy's name, and in the show, that's when they just found out. So they tracked them down, trying to uh, they found them. But um, Abbott Elementary is a great show uh, with Tyler uh, Tyler uh, James Williams. Yes, and I, Quentin Benson. Yeah, I like him as an actor. I seen him, only show I didn't really like watching as a kid with him in it was probably Everybody Hates Chris, and I know a lot of people gonna hate on me for that because everybody loves Everybody Hates Chris. But I didn't really like it that much growing up. Um, I like him better in show uh, in movies like Let It Shine yeah. or when he was in Walking Dead. Um, but um, he's he's definitely uh, he's definitely in my uh, top twenty in favorite actors. Cause I I just like I just love the way he uh, he acts and uh, just the way he uh, portrays himself on TV. Yeah, I like Abbott Elementary because it's like very down to earth. And it really highlights the struggles that are happening in public schools, especially like inner city public schools. And that's serious. It's crazy. And it's crazy how accurate it probably really is. Because when I was in, um, I went to a school in elementary, and uh, it wasn't as bad as it is in a TV show. Yeah. But it was somewhat like that, like when I went to elementary school and then public school, and um, like uh, some hallways was dark because the lights didn't work, and um. The food there was just terrible. But it, the thing was that we didn't have teachers like that. Our teachers was like, actually knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, 
getting struggled to try to get kids to, to learn and stuff, but that probably happened to somebody else because, in my experience, it didn't happen while while I was at. But growing up in public schools is is it's somewhat like that. It's crazy. Yeah, I have a friend who teaches second grade, and she said wow. it, the show is like complete, or is it first grade? I think it might be first grade. I can't remember. Um, uh, she's a very good friend of mine, and so I asked her opinion on Abbott Elementary, and she said it is so like real, so true, especially with like Ava Coleman, the principal, being bad mm. at her job. Oh, she oh sent dealing with the admin terrible. just like that. I can't stand the principal, bro. I'm like, no. why is she not fired? <laughs> I'm like, why does she still have a job? And I'm like, it could have gave the job to my boy Greg, because Greg wanted it. Like, he wanted the job. Yeah. He was qualified and all that for the job, and he didn't give it to him. And I was like, oh, man. And she like, blackmailed for it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. But, Which I feel like is, like, an accurate representation of <laughs> upper management in general. <laughs> but, yeah, like, um, it just showed that, um, like, I can't wait. Like, I, like I already spoke about Grey's Anatomy. I can't wait for Grey's Anatomy to come back on because it's going to be interesting because um, most of the main stars of the show left and they're basically restarting with a new brand new uh, younger cast and I'm very interested to see what they're going to do with this young cast um, and where their stories and their characters will go throughout the show. Um, last season they introduced the new uh the new the new cast and um I think they did excellent. I think um the actors did a phenomenal job. I think they uh I think that character was great. I think it was great character development. I just think like Grey's Anatomy period. People some people might not like Grey's Anatomy. They might hate it. They might say, Oh, I just can't get into it because of so many seasons which I heard before. But one thing Grey's Anatomy has is great character development. All their characters develop. Like every last one of them, they develop in some way. Even the characters you can't stand develop in some way, and that's what I love about uh, Grey's Anatomy because I I hate a character in the show. Her name was Teddy, Teddy Altman. I couldn't stand her, but one thing about it, she definitely developed and and became um, somewhat of a good good character. And my so I probably think like yo, they love they probably said I love Teddy, but nah, I don't I don't like Teddy at all. Um, but I just love the show. Um, uh, I just love the show's uh, character development. Some people probably say that uh, they lost that edge as far as storytelling mm-hmm. and um, getting to the, the good stuff. Only reason I don't say that is because um, even though people die at hospitals every day and stuff, I feel like Grey's Anatomy going this direction because of uh, because of what they did early on in the, uh, early on in the season with uh, the plane crashes and. Uh, the the shootings and all that in the hospital they basically did everything in the hospital with the characters they have so they got to figure out what they want to do with the young care the young cast that they have now and tell a, a better story or tell a story that hasn't been told before and that's a lot of hard work and that's a lot of creativity that you have to do in the show so i think i say people should give Grey's anatomy a shot because i gave it a shot i didn't i didn't when i first started watching it i said it was too long but once i actually watched it I felt I felt love with it. It was a great show. I think people should give it a shot. I feel the same thing about One Piece. People ain't start giving One Piece a shot until the live action came out. Everybody kept saying One Piece was too long. It is. It got a thousand what seventy eight episodes. It is. It is too long. But people ain't start really watching One Piece until the live action came out. Okay, now I gotta ask. Since you love character development, have you ever seen the show Big Bang Theory? 
I love Big Bang Theory. What do you think of the character developments for that one? Because I think they did a pretty good job. I think I love the character development in that show, especially with Sheldon. Yeah. I love Sheldon's character development. It took time. It, it, it was great pacing. Um, and it was great work that Amy was the one who somewhat changed them. Yeah. Amy and Penny were somewhat the ones who changed them. Because it, if you look at it, if Penny would have never came into their lives, Sheldon wouldn't have changed at all. He yeah. would have been that same that same person. Because of his friends always coddling him and letting him get his way, he was never going to change. The fact that Penny came in and disrupted everything that was happening w- between them, it got him to be uncomfortable for a second, and it got him to involve in some type of way and then you bring Amy in the mix he never had a girlfriend in his life and you bring Amy in the mix that Amy put him in uncomfortable situations where he has to become a, he has to be a boyfriend and it has to do boyfriend things that he doesn't do with girls period like like he's never let a girl in his room he has like a child like he's he's probably one of the smartest people he, he is the smartest person in the show but he has a child mind far as far as when it comes to girls or where it comes to comic books or anything like that. But he's very intelligent. Um, when it comes to Howard, I think Howard character development was good. I feel like he, I feel like, uh, I feel like Bernadette uh, changed him a lot because when when the show first started, he was just all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was uh, kind of gross. He was gross. He was, he was, he was gross. Uh, uh, Raj, Raj's character development changed a lot once Penny came around because he couldn't talk to girls when the show first started. He couldn't talk; he literally, he could not talk to girls unless he was drunk. Yeah. And then once Penny, once he was started being around Penny and Bernadette and Amy, he got used to talking to females more. Um, and I just felt like he went through the most in that show. He was a very lonely character in that show. Um, and the person that I feel like that really didn't really improve the much was Leonard. I feel like Leonard was probably the same guy throughout the whole show. Yeah, he was pretty static. And then the thing that I like about Big Bang is that the character developments, you said you, you said it, you know, it was good pacing. Mm-hmm. And I think the pacing was very good. It wasn't, it was subtle. It wasn't like instant. It wasn't yeah. like one season there, this, the next season there. Like, and I hate when TV shows does that. Yeah. When that, um, like they could take a dumb character, it could be a dumb character in season one, season two, and season three. And then once we hit season four, that character becomes one of the smartest characters in the show. I don't like that because if they dumb throughout season one, two, and three, and you got no improvement of them getting smart, how do they become the smartest character in season four? Exactly. But um, the big thing theory, the thing, <clears throat> the thing I really didn't like the most about that show was Penny and Leonard's relationship, and how um, basically how Penny, basically uh. I wouldn't say, I don't know, it's just the fact that they made Leonard basically beg Penny over and over again to be with him. Yeah. Um, I like both the characters, but I definitely feel like that Leonard kind of put Penny up on a pedestal, so to speak, where, you know, where she was like the ultimate girl, and even through, you know, she really didn't give him the time of day. Exactly. And she didn't, like, she didn't really treat him good at all. If a man honest, like she had her moments, but she really did not treat him that like like he should have been treated at all. And Leonard messed up one sometimes too. Um, like I, I do like that she never cheated on him, but she yeah. did gaslight him a lot. Yeah, she did play with his feelings a lot, and she did lead him on sometimes. Uh, but I just think ultimately they weren't right for each other. 
and then they suddenly got married. Like, mm. that's just, I don't know. I feel like Penny was too independent, yep. and then Leonard was too codependent. Yep. And I think together that doesn't make a very good relationship. No, it's not. And um, and I, and I didn't like that they they got they made Penny pregnant literally at the end of the show. Like I probably I wanted to see, I wanted to see that uh, Leonard like seeing a, a father and all that. Yeah, I would be interested in seeing that. I would I would not mind seeing Leonard uh, become a father or anything. So I think I was really mad that they ended it off like that. I do love that they ended it with uh. Shelton getting his uh, his um, what's the award called again? The uh, the science award. What is it called? A Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad he got his Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, um, and I love that what he said at the end, where he he recognized that his friends got him to that moment, and they've helped him throughout his journey because he was kind of a narcissist. Uh, when the show first started, kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of <laughs> not the word. I guess I can say kind of not the word. But he was a narcissist. Definitely a narcissist at the beginning of the show. But I just lo- I love Big Bang Theory. I love the theme song. The theme song is probably one of my favorites of the, uh, the show. Um, but I love the show. Um, like I tried to watch Young Sheldon. I did. I just couldn't get into Young Sheldon, like I did with uh, Big Bang Theory. I liked it because, again, like, the historical aspect of stuff. And um, I liked the parents a lot. The siblings kind of got annoying after a while. Yeah. But I kind of understand why they're there. And, and that has nothing to do with the fact that they were, like, mentioned in the show, the um, the Big Bang Theory show. But I, I kind of like that they're there to, like, you know, provide Sheldon growth. Because I, I do think the show would be very boring. Mm-hmm. If it was just Sheldon and his parents. And to be honest, bro, if you really think about it, they really didn't help Sheldon grow at all. Because yeah. in Big Bang Theory, in Big Bang Theory, excuse me, he's literally the same. Yeah. Until Penny and them got into his life, he was basically the same character from the young Sheldon. His siblings didn't help him. If anything, if anything, they made him isolate to become the person that he became in Big Bang, Th- in Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Like, but, um, as far as them picking on him, bullying him, and, like, just being ashamed of him because how smart he is. Like, his brother was ashamed of him because he was, like, what, f- what, seven, eight in the same grade as him. He was, like, what, sixth grade. Yeah. Um, I I agree with you. So I retract my, my growth comment, but I think it makes for a better TV show. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. It does. It really does because it just shows how uh the life was Sheldon when he was young because yes. uh, how he talked about himself in uh, – in Big Bang Theory, I feel like people was very interested. Okay, how was Sheldon when he was young? And that's what I, okay, we're going to make a show about Sheldon, how the struggles of being a kid genius really is. And sometimes you'll be interested, okay? Yeah, I'm interested to see how a kid genius struggles in school because I, I guarantee you it's hard being a kid genius in school. Yeah, especially for, like, social development and stuff like that. Right, so I talk, trying to talk to kids that's older than you, especially yeah. if you, like, like like twelve in high school, you know how hard it is to talk to high school kids at your age. Yeah, and you're like what sixteen in college, <laughs> like. But um, I'm gonna take you to a show that you probably know a lot about. I love this show. You love this show, Bob's Burger. Yes. Oh my God, I was watching it this morning before I left for class. I love Bob's Burger. Bob's Burger is a show for uh, Bob's Burger is a comfort show for me. Same. Um. 
What's your favorite character from Bob's Burger? Oh. To me, I love Louise. I just think so Louise. so hard to rank. Okay. L- Louise okay. is just hilarious to me. Let me say this. I absolutely love all the characters. But all had, of them. But if you had to pick one. It's torn. I was just about well, to say, I was going to put Gene at the bottom. Yeah. Sometimes I get bored. But then I'm like, he's so Gene, relatable. Yeah, to, Gene, to me, Gene is irritating. Gene yeah. is that little brother that he's like, can you just please be quiet? See, sometimes <laughs> that's how I feel about Louise. <laughs> I love I love the Louise character. See, like, I love the uh, the women who uh, who who voice her. Yeah, I, I love I've her seen, too. I've seen her in a lot of movies and shows. She's hilarious. Um, I love uh, Linda. Linda oh is probably God, one Linda. of my favorite characters in the show. You know what? I, okay, Linda's my favorite. <laughs> Linda is just great. Linda's a great character. She's funny. She's um, um, I think the the woman who voices her and does an amazing job with it. And I just love how active she is with her kids. And just... Actually, I'm pretty sure uh, Linda is voiced by a man. He is? Yeah. I think all of them are voiced by men except for Louise. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, right, because the guy who uh, voices Bob, is uh, he, he voices Archer. Yes, H. John ben- uh, Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then Tina's voiced by a guy named Dan. I think the presence was that they... Tina was originally a boy in like the pilot and then um they just kind of kept his voice actor and they changed Tina into a girl. Wow. Another uh small fact about Mom's Burgers cuz I love facts. Mm-hmm. The show was actually pitched as a family of cannibals. Wow. But Fox decided it was too dark and so that's where that first episode comes from of um them, you know, people were thinking that they they were serving human grade meat. And they weren't, but you know, that's where that the idea for the the pilot episode comes from. I just looked it up. You're right. <laughs> I just looked it up. That is crazy. I never knew that. The way they yeah. voice, like, the way they voice these characters is amazing. Because I thought Linda was voiced by a woman. Nope. And I thought Tina was voiced by. Okay, Tina. I understand the yeah. way they do our voice. That's understandable. But that first episode was a little dark. It uh, was. The first season, it was dark. It was but right. The first three episodes was dark of Bob's Burgers, and then they went into that family aspect. I I love the show, um, like because uh, I grew up watching. Because I haven't watched that show growing up. I grew up watching like shows like Family Guy, American Dad, um, and The Simpsons. Um, so I literally just started watching like stuff like Bob's Burgers and uh, South Park. I just started watching South Park. Like, I love South Park a year ago. Because I can never, my my mother never let me watch South Park when I was young. She told me that South Park was a bad show for kids. Cause she she, she <laughs> I mean, didn't she's even, right. She didn't yeah. want me to watch uh, Family Guy on American Dad. She said those shows are not for kids, so don't watch it. But I used to sneak and watch it anyway. Uh, when everybody sleep, I used to watch it. Family Guy was hilarious when I was growing up. And me and kids in middle school, we used to talk about the episode. Like, you seen the episode of Family Guy? Like, yeah, that show was funny, bro. And we used to always just talk about it and re, uh, and just uh, laugh about it and recreate the moments like like we did it with Boondocks. Boondocks is hilarious. Um, but and I, now watching South Park at this age, I understand why she didn't want me to watch it because the way they do Michael Jackson in that show is just ridiculous. And the yeah, way they do the other characters in the show is crazy. But they do Michael Jackson the worst in the show. Which is which is crazy. I'm like, wow, bro, like it's just some point I don't they're like, I don't even want to watch this episode. Like, wow, bro. 
see for me the show I wasn't allowed to watch and that actually became one of my favorite shows is Archer and came out when I was in eighth grade I think I was 13 at the time and I told my mom I was like I want to watch Archer so bad and she was like no <laughs> and then uh, I can't remember I might have been like 16 or 17 because I remember it was the fifth season so if it came out when I was 13 it was the fifth season so I guess I was like 18 when I first was like starting to watch it yeah because I remember um using um a VPN to get because the Netflix in the UK Mm. had season five before it did in the US so right. I, I used to VPN. I think I started watching it was around like what season five or six. And season um, five is the Miami the um not the Miami Vice. Well yeah. it's 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 Archer Vice where yeah. they become cocaine dealers. Yeah, I think I watched it around that. And um and once I like I started watching it and I stopped watching it. Because how they was doing Archer. Yeah. Like like uh, I think uh I think I stopped watching it when Archer woke up from his coma. When he had a coma. Yeah. And he woke up, and um, and I think I stopped watching it when they was teasing uh, Archer and Lana getting back together, and I never found out if they put on Archer and Lana back together, uh, because all I know is they broke up and all that. Well, Archer was not Archer. Lana was married. Yeah, he she was married. Uh, she was married in that season, right? Yes. But then, but that guy, she found that guy cheating on her. Yes, and they got divorced. Right. Did she ever get back with Archer in the new season? I don't know because I haven't seen the new season. Okay. Because uh, they worked together at the, I think there's 14 seasons total, so 13, they weren't. And um, the, so this new season's like the final season. Okay. So um, so that kid, that's Archer's kid, right? Yes. Okay. Abogene. AJ. A- AJ. Right. So um, that's what I, so that's what I was like, um, I that's why I stopped watching it. I think I stopped watching around 12, like 12 or 11. I think I got all the way up to 12 and I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done watching it because yeah. uh, I didn't like how they was doing Archer, man. Like, like Archer was my favorite character throughout the whole show. I'm like, nah, I don't like how they doing my, my main, my favorite character. Like, nah. So I stopped watching it and I got interested to see what they what else they was doing in the show. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to go back and start watching it again because um, besides Archer being my, uh, my favorite character, Pam, I love I Pam. Pam. Pam was hilarious in all of the seasons. She was just a, she's a great character, and great thing about it, she keeps developing in each season, which is, is our favorite. Um, what's that girl that can never get her name right? Like just keep Cheryl. Keep, Cheryl. Like she Cheryl just keeps changing her name. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love that she went on that country artist uh, run because uh, I love Charlene. country. Cause I love country music. So when she went on that country artist run, I was like, yes, let's get some country music up here. I was excited. You can actually download her album off of iTunes. I have it saved on my playlist. I got to do it because I love one. Of, I think I love one of her songs that she did. Do one that uh, that she did. My favorite off the um album is Swing Shift. Swing Shift. Yeah. I'm about to listen to that. But um, but as far as um, the show, I love the show Archer. I love the show Archer. What really made the show for me was the mom Mallory Archer, and after so the voice actor died in real life. So obviously she couldn't continue her. Yeah, character. I seen that. Yeah, yeah, I seen that. And um, so, like, the, the last couple of seasons, they were kind of, like, all over the place without Mallory. And they, they actually, like, addressed that. And I think one of the, like, one of the new characters was like, who are you people? And, um, yeah, so I need to watch the new season mm-hmm. or, like, the final season 
but it did kind of fall off after Jessica Waters died. Yeah. So I got questions for you. Um, probably off topic, but name a it could be a TV show or a movie, but name a TV show or movie that just uh that that you grew up watching as a child that you just love, like just love to watch over and over again. No, I'm not sure if I've seen it over and over again, like now. Okay, I guess they can say more than twice. Um, but growing up, my favorite show was Kim Possible. Kim Possible? Yes. I oh. need my hamster after that show. Oh, oh no, no. Okay, I actually have a perfect answer for this, this one. We was just we were just talking about Kim Possible in yes. class. The day when uh, the girl had a Kim Possible ringtone. Yes. <laughs> we kept hearing it. We were like, oh, that's Kim Possible. Okay, so the show that, um, I mean, I wasn't sure... I think I started watching it in like eighth grade, no seventh grade. Um, was that seventy show? That seventy show. Yes. I recently just started watching that seventy show. Uh, sometime what six months ago. Oh my god, that that's like just, a classic show. Right, cause I, I just, watch it all the time. I didn't. I started watching because I wanted to watch that ninety show, and I didn't uh, want to. Yeah. I didn't want to watch that ninety show without watching somewhat of that seventy show. Yeah, as far as spinoff goes, it's not like the boys in Gen V where you can kind of watch Gen V and not have to watch the boys. Mm-hmm. I would say in order to get a lot of the jokes that they make, you would you have to watch that seventy show. Yeah, but um, I don't know. They they doing a season two for that that ninety show. They are, I don't I think so. know if I really like it that much. Yeah, I can say that it's okay. It's a cool show, um, but I don't. I don't really know about it. I gotta. I gotta check it out again and see how season two does does, uh, because I really don't know about the characters in that show. Now, if we see some changes in season two from the characters, I would think about it. But I, I did I did like that seventy show a little bit. Um, I was interested in um, how they did the characters in there too, because one of the characters from that seventy show was in a TV show that I watched called The Ranch. Um, yes. And uh, it, it was, was Action Kutcher, was and it was uh, the guy with the glasses. Danny Masterson. Yeah, it was him. Those yeah. two was in uh, in The Ranch, and I love The Ranch. The Ranch is a great show to watch. That Ranch is on Netflix. That show is amazing with uh, Tom Elliott. Tom Elliott is probably one of one of I, bro, I would say Tom Elliott's probably one of my favorite cowboys in a in a TV show, movie, ever. Tom Elliott is the guy. Okay, so speaking of that, since you're talking about cowboys, did you see Yellowstone? I haven't watched Yellowstone. I, I heard it was good. I keep seeing like trailers and previews because there's a new season coming out. Yeah. But I, tr- I think I tried. I think I, I tried to watch one episode, but then I got distracted because and uh uh. A show that I was watching episode just got released. I, I cut that off and turned it, uh, turned on a new episode of that show right away. But um, I'm definitely gonna try and check it out because I do want to. Uh, I do want to watch more. Uh, I, try, I do want to try to watch more Western shows mm-hmm. and more Western movies. Oh, okay. So if we're talking about Western Westworld. Westworld. Yes. Was uh who who's in it? Oh God. Um, it's one of those like. Really good, like all star sunny cast. Evan Rachel Wood is in it. Um, I can't remember. There's this one actor in it. I really like him. Can't I don't know his name. I'm, I'm thinking of his face. Um, but it's basically a futuristic western town. So basically, like, is people it, uh, Jeffrey White? I mean, Jeffrey Wright. I think so. Yeah. Okay, I think I found it. You got uh, Tessa Thompson. I only watched the first three seasons. I was told the fourth season is like really, really bad. 
But the first I'm two seasons out. were amazing. I'm gonna check. I'm definitely gonna check. I've never seen a uh, show called Glee. Yes. Uh, so I can talk about Glee forever because I've watched every episode of Glee. Season five was trash. It was terrible. But have you ever, have you ever got past uh, what season three? I don't think so. See so what you have, what you watched one and two. I watched one and two. Okay. Maybe three. What's the one where they started shifting focus from the characters who graduated? Um, that was probably season four. And then probably I stopped watching. After oh, they shipped you. Saw, uh, so you saying they already graduated? They were shifting the character. It was just uh, what focus on what other characters in the show? The newer ones. Yeah, um, that was season. I want to say, I want to say season five. Maybe five then. I, I, re- five. I remember watching the first and the second one pretty vividly. Yeah, I rewatched that show a lot. Um, but I love I love that show. I love the songs they sing in the show. My favorite character in the show is probably Rachel Berry. A lot of people probably disagree with that. They would probably say Rachel Berry is irritating, annoying, and uh, full of herself. Yeah. But I understand the Rachel Berry, Berry character. And, uh, I mean, when you got that much talent, if you had that much talent, wouldn't you change yourself on constantly, too? Like, if you can sing like her, wouldn't you just be nonstop saying how how great you are? I would. <laughs> I would. I, mean, I would let everybody, I would sing to a rooftop, and I would let everybody know how great I am. Call me a narcissist. Call me whatever you want, but. I think this is one of And those, she was driven. I just think, like. Yeah, she, she was knew, definitely driven. I think yeah. this is definitely, like, one of those things where, like, our ages come into play, because. Yep. I mean, I'm pushing 30. You're, well, you said you're like, what, 21? I'm turning 22 next year. You're turning 22. So, yeah, I feel like definitely like at your age mm-hmm. and definitely at the age that the character Rachel Berry was portrayed in in the show, mm-hmm. I would definitely be like that. But <laughs> now that I'm 28, I'm like, mm, I'm like maybe not. And, my, and like, I think people didn't like her really much because she knew exactly what she wanted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, out of all the characters in that show, she knew exactly what she wanted, and she repeated it over and over and over, and over again. again. yeah. She knew exactly what she wanted, and not everybody in the show knew what they wanted. So, like, I, I, I like the character Rachel uh, very. I don't like how they did Finn. They made yeah. Finn, a, like, a, a serious idiot. Like, how they uh, made him think that uh, a woman can get pregnant in a hot tub oh, without having sex. To be fair, though, I feel like that's just basically like how sex education in America is. But like, they didn't. Even, he didn't even have sex with her though. He just he came in the hot tub and she said it's floated in her. That doesn't. That's not how it works. And I yeah. could have sworn once sperm hits hot, uh, anything hot and neutralizes the uh, anything any uh, any uh, semen in it, like far as getting kids or anything. Yeah. That's why they keep it cold, right? Like, am I wrong? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know a lot about a, a lot about that, but I know for a fact that has like. The only thing I know about IVF is, uh, I mean, I know I know a little bit about IVF because I've had friends who go through it, but uh, a lot of what I know actually comes from horses. <laughs> so I don't think I'm the best expert on this. Oh man, I want I want I a horse show called uh, Heartland. Heartland's a great oh, yeah, show. You're telling me about that. Heartland's a great show for horses. But I just don't like how they, they they did my man's dirty and like like his best his best friend, uh, his best friend got his girl pregnant, and then another boy and then his best friend kissed his uh, his current girlfriend that he just got. That's just mean, bro. And I'm like, what is going on? And then that's he just st- mean. And then he stayed friends with the guy. And I'm like, that's just mean. Like that. Why would you do somebody <laughs> dirty like that? I'm like, wow, bro. Like that is so. Like, it's so. It's so like it don't even make sense because. 
First of all, nobody nobody would stay friends with a person that gets your, your girlfriend pregnant or even kisses your other girlfriend. Yeah. Nobody would stay friends with that person. That's but, just dirty. But I think, uh, so we go, it's my turn, I guess, for the show uh, I watched over and over again growing up. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I would say The Game Plan is a movie that I watch constantly, like to this day. As a, even as 21 years old, I watched that movie over and over again. It's with Madison Petty, uh, Pettis. Yes. And, um... The Rock. The Rock. That was a good movie. I love that movie. I love everything about the movie. I probably could recite it, recite the uh, the script back like if, if it's on. I probably could recite the words that they sang to you if we watched the movie. Like I watched that movie so many times. It was that in the movie uh, Starstruck. See, I I like that with um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh. See, I heard it about Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I haven't watched so it, good. but I've heard about it. I heard about it, and um, somebody put in their uh, top five best movies. It's a good movie. Because I um, I've watched a lot of movies and I rank them or like I put them down, I write them down, I rank them. So I watched the movie Her, and um, and somebody told me to watch. Uh, somebody told me to watch the movie Her because they said it was probably in their opinion one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. They said the movie was perfect. So I watched it, and I'm like. He's right. The movie's perfect. It has everything you want in a movie. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, wow. Like, so when I heard Scott Pilgrim is the world, I'm like, I gotta watch Scott Pilgrim is the world because every movie this guy has told me to watch has been amazing. So I'm like, let me watch Scott Pilgrim is the world. I gotta you find need to it. Watch it. I gotta find it. I think that's like a movie I quote a lot. It's definitely like, or I wouldn't say a quote, but I can definitely like say it word for word. You know, as it's going. Um, honestly, I would say the movie I quote the most. Isn't necessarily a movie, but I quote John Mulaney a lot. I watch a lot of stand up, and right. so John Mulaney, I definitely. I think quote. out of a stand up show, I probably I think I can watch probably uh, Kevin Hart laugh out loud. I think I recite that every like everything he says on that one because I rewatched that so many times. But um, I'm trying to think. I think uh, uh I think uh, they call it a movie, but it's really a, a Broadway show. The songs, uh, Hamilton. I can recite every word from the songs, from them talk. I can recite that over and over because I watched that. I watched that Broadway like five times. I'm like that with Scott Pilgrim. Like that, that that Broadway is amazing. That Broadway made me want to watch more Broadway shows because I wasn't really? even into Broadway. I wasn't even into musicals at all. Like I just knew that I watched High School Musical and uh, and I just watched like movies like that. Once I watched Hamilton, I was like wow like this this is interesting like i want to see more and that made me want to see more and i was just and i watched as that i watched uh hairspray because i watched the movie hairspray but i never seen the broadway hairspray i watched hairspray i've watched in the heights i've seen the movie and the broadway mm. and i've watched um and i try to watch wicked but you can you can't never really get a clear shot on wicked because you can't like nobody ever recorded it like how they recorded hamilton so I'm trying to watch Wicked right now because uh, it's a movie where you come up with Ariana Grande. Yeah. And, uh, I think Viola Davis is going to be in it, right? I don't think Viola Davis. No. I know it's not Viola Davis. I just know that the, the, the dude that Ariana Grande cheated on her husband with from the show is played Spongebob on Broadway. <laughs> Hold up. Ariana Grande cheated on her husband? Yeah. What was this? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I heard that she was I heard that, what, I heard that she was getting divorced, I think. 
I don't even know if they've been divorced yet. I um, didn't. I didn't know that she cheated on. I have never. Yeah, heard like that. publicly too. I gotta tell my friend this because he loves Ariana Grande. Oh my, she's a home and, and he hates and he hates cheaters. So because look, Ariana Grande is probably one of his face his favorite women artists and favorite women uh, actors. I've and seen I, her. Okay, I I like Ariana Grande, but she's a little sus to me <laughs> because okay, hear me out. I have done perform. I have done. Uh, I used to work as a stagehand, so I've heard a lot of, like, concerts live. I've done actual, like, mixing for live bands. And I saw Ariana Grande in concert. And I'm not going to say sit here and say that, like, she was lip syncing or anything like that. <laughs> but her concert <laughs> sounded just a little bit polished to me. There's, like, a difference between hearing them on the radio and hearing yeah. them live. Yeah. And it just sounded just a little bit too polished. Like, like it's not like it wasn't uh, I get what you're saying yeah because um, I didn't even want to see her my parents <laughs> my sister wanted to go for her birthday that's literally probably his favorite female that's on TV or it's probably like Ariana Conte so, and he hates cheaters so once I tell him that Ariana che- he, he will feel so she, he, he will feel mixed her husband with Spongebob from Broadway <laughs> he gonna feel mixed but out of all people Spongebob though <laughs> yeah <laughs> You gonna have mixed signals, but I feel the same way when I listen to uh when I listen to people, and um like when I listen to, when I watch TV shows, uh and movies um that involves music uh so High School Musical the movie, you can tell that when they sing that their their uh their voices was already the, the songs that they sing was uh pre-recorded yeah pre-recorded before the movie uh happened. But when you watch the TV show High School Musical the musical the series, you can tell that's really them singing. Yeah, and I and I love that, and that's why um, most of the songs that they recreated from the movie I give to uh, the show because they they just did it better because it was just them actually singing. They actually rehearsed those songs and they actually did it without pre-recording, which is amazing. Joshua Bassett, one of my favorite pop artists right now, that did an amazing job. He every song he sung in that mo- in that show, he he's either produced or written. Good. Which is a, every original song that he sung was either produced or written by him, which was excellent. Every song that he ever sung was fucking was amazing. And um, and uh, Sophia uh, Sophia Wild, she did a she did an excellent job too, um, with her character in the song she sung and and um, just the character she uh, right. Olivia Rodrigo was also in the show for she was in there for two seasons. Oh wow! She she written all the songs that she sung. She written it and she uh, produced the most of our songs too. And I'm like, that show is so creative. They just let the artists, because they had most of the most of the cast on the show were artists, or they were or even Broadway or art, they, they were uh, pop artists. And I'm like, that's great that they let those 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 young guys, young guys and girls, be creative and let them do their own thing throughout the show and not focus on having other people write the songs for them. Let the artists do it, because when you got somebody like Olivia Rodrigo or Joshua Bassett on your set and they are songwriters and they and they do music won't you let them write the songs too i, I would i would let them write songs yeah because especially if they have a true impre- uh, track record right. of like you know writing out bangers and like hit wonders and you know like you know what i mean like that and then um because to be honest i think high school music really got popular once olivia started taking off with driver's license i think yeah. that's when uh, the eyes really set on high school music with the show because she got pop she got popular after her and Joshua broke up, when she wrote Jarvis License, she wrote Jarvis License about Joshua Bassett. Uh, that's when the whole Joshua Bassett, Sophia Clark, 
Carpenter and uh, Olivia Rodrigo scandal was going on around. Mm. I can't speak on that more because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> but um, but those 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 two are amazing artists. They're they're amazing songwriters, and I highly recommend you listen to Joshua Bassett and just listen to his lyrics because he's great. But um, get back to TV show. We talk about music. Um, okay, I have a show. Have you heard of Empire? What uh what what uh what uh, uh, uh I think Tarzan P. Well, talk about Tarazi and uh yeah Tarazi P. Okay, yeah. yeah, I heard of Empire. I watched I watched what season one and two. Oh yeah, I watched the first and second season. Yeah, um, I didn't really I didn't really like. I, well, once I got past season two, I didn't yeah. like three. If I don't like a if I don't like a certain season of something, I'm not gonna finish it. So I just That's kept re- I so I just kept rewatching one and two over and over again. Because I can't get past three, so every time I get on three, I'm like, yeah, I don't like it, and I still don't like it. I try, and then I try again, like, nope, I still don't like it. But I, um, I do like the characters. Um, I do like the songs. The songs are amazing in the show. I like the first. Um, I I have the first um album from the first season, and I really like it. I still listen to it to this day. Um, but yeah, I I don't think I watched past the second season. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. I don't really like musicals, so I don't really watch a lot of musical shows. I, I watch. See, that's me. I watch a lot of lot of musical shows. Um, like Glee. Started with Glee. Yeah. Uh, I think Glee was 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 really got me into watching shows involving music, because of the the way they did things. Because you could tell in Glee that all the songs they sing is pre recorded. You can tell. Yeah, definitely. You can uh, you can absolutely tell. But that, like I said, like I go back, High School Musical do it better because they actually singing the songs live like yeah they're doing it themselves they're not pre-recording it that's them singing actually them singing and i love that i love the artist or the authenticity of that you know what i'm saying i just love the way they do the, uh, the writers and the director did it in the show um but i love musical uh i love musical shows because like it just um it focuses on uh the characters singing i love because i love hearing people sing i love character development because uh, sing it. Musicals can definitely, uh, definitely can focus on character development too. Yeah. And um, I just love the show. I just love those type of shows all around. And I try to find more and more. But it's not really a lot of shows out there like no, that. Not really. I think Glee kind of like took off and then it kind of like fizzled out. My thing with musical I, shows, it's, though, it's like, not really being good around season five. Yeah. Once uh, once the once the, I can't get his last name right. But his first name was Corey. The one that died. Yep. Yeah. Once he died, they really ain't had really nothing to do. They didn't. I feel like they didn't know what to do with the show. Yeah. After he passed, because I don't know if they was going to bring him back in some way or some form. But they really didn't know what to do once he he passed, and that's why that season was so bad, in my opinion. But season six was a bounce back. Cause season six was a great season. They had a lot of talented people on that show, and it was crazy because the people in season five. The people in season five, I watched the girl that played in season five. She was Supergirl in the uh, DC show on CW. She was Supergirl, and um, oh wow, I didn't realize. That and she her. could actually sing. And uh, Grant Gustin was in season 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 three, the oh. one that played the Flash. He was in season three. I think he was what eighteen twenty at the time. Wow. He looked so young. He thought he was sixteen, but um, that I watched that I watched that show more because. I seen those two because Grant Gustin is one of my favorite TV show actors, and once I seen him in the show, I'm like I gotta watch more. 
And once I realized he can sing, I'm like, he can sing? Like, wow. Like, and I just, and I feel like, uh, like, TV shows like that, or even movies like that shows, like, what other actors, what, what other tr- uh, attributes that a- actors can do. Like, Hugh Jackman, The Greatest Showman. You'd have never thought he could sing until you watched The Greatest Showman. Hugh Jackman can sing. Hey, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, sorry, I got distracted by mm-hmm. something. Um, that is definitely an interesting concept um, for musicals. And I do like the fact that, you know, there's certain shows where, you know, like people talk about um, the musical episodes of shows that aren't particularly musical-y. So like um, the musical episode of Scrubs or the musical episode of That 70 Show, where it actually kind of does branch out and allows characters to showcase their singing abilities. And, I mean, I don't really watch musical episodes. There, there's two episodes <laughs> I don't like watching. I don't know why. I'm very weird about it. But it is anything to do with, like, holiday episodes unless I'm actually watching, unless I'm, like, actually want in that holiday season. So, like, I won't watch Christmas episodes in the middle of July. I won't watch Halloween episodes okay. in, like, the middle of March. Okay. In fact, um... I was actually watching Mom's Burgers, and there's a Halloween episode that came out, and I was like, mm. and then I was like, wait a minute, it's October, it's Halloween season, and I was like, I, I love the Bob's Burger Halloween uh, episode. I love the one when they uh, they tried to scale Louise. Yes, that one is actually really, really good. I like that one. I love that one. Um, I think that one and the one where they're at the um, when they uh, when the old woman was trying to conjure her husband. I have not seen that one yet. Is it? Because I seen the I love the Christmas episode where they um I like the one with the 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 um when uh where uh I love the Christmas episode where uh, Linda's tree gets stolen and she went oh, around yeah, and she was just looking for it and trying to find it and they found this little uh this little rave this little Christmas rave and the song the song that they sung at the end was amazing. Buzz Breakers got great songs but like they, really they got do. they got good songs like for the like for, focus on the episode they got a lot of good songs focused on the episodes but. I love those seven episodes from Bob's Burgers. is very creative. Yeah, I think my favorite episodes are that one. I liked the Christmas one with the mannequin. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I and, remember that one. Um, I liked the one where they went to that the house where the woman, her husband died, and they kind of like pieced it together. Where they yep, everybody... that's what I was talking about. That one right there. Yeah, that one. Yep, that one I was talking about when Tina figured everything out. Yeah, had a peanut allergy and all that. Yep, yes. that's what I was talking about. I thought that one was really, really well done. My mom loves true crime, and I made her watch that episode. I was like, "You need to watch this one. It's so well done." I, I, it was crazy. I just started listening to a podcast about true crime, mm-hmm. and it's um, they talk about um, they talk about TV shows involving. So when they get their most of that information from a, a true crime TV show called Twenty Twenty, and I watch that. I watch that sometimes to because uh, I I don't know. I got I'm fascinated with true crime. I'm not really interested in it. I can't say I love it. It's just fascinating to me. You know what I'm saying? To be in, um, to understand, to be in people's mind and understand why they do what they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like why did you do that? Or like, what made you do that? You know what I'm I, like, and especially, and then I just love when people's story get told. Um, but, but the podcast speaks a lot about, um, it's a, it's a great podcast. It speaks about true crime. It's called How. It's called uh, Murder with My Husband. It's a great podcast. They speak about a lot of uh, great things, um, and they talk about a lot of other TV shows involving that. I watched a documentary from that show about the uh, pizza bombing that happened in like 2002. 
the year I was born. I was like, wow, I didn't even know that until I heard it from the podcast. And it was a very interesting story about it. It's like, it's on Netflix. The documentary is on Netflix. But it's a great documentary. I learned a lot from it. But, uh, but um, I try to watch uh, true crime movies like, uh, what's that movie called? It was called, uh, was it Zodiac? I think it was Zodiac. The Zodiac Killer? Yeah, I watched Zodiac. I, I like that movie. I enjoyed it. It was a uh, good movie. I tried out and I watched uh, American Psycho. Ooh. American Psycho was that movie was brutal. It was a great movie, but it was, it was brutal. brutal. Like, bro was like a sociopath. He had he had a sociopath tendency. Like he can charm any girl he wanted, and then that's when he just went back like back crazy. Like just went off on him. This is crazy. I'm like, wow. Like. It was just, it was like it was crazy, and then I, I try I try to find more sh- like movies like that because I watched um, American Psycho two with uh what's her name? She voices Meg. I can't remember her name. Oh, she's married to uh Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Yeah, she was in part two. And part two wasn't really that good. I I understood the story they were trying to tell, and what they were trying to do. It just ain't go off how it was supposed to go off. I believe. I think if they did it, if they would have did it a different way, it'd have been something big. But if they did, I feel like if they would have shot it like it was like American Psycho was shot, mm-hmm. and it had the budget that American Psycho had, it probably would have been a good movie if they had that budget. But you can tell that they did not have the budget that American Psycho had, and that's why it wasn't that good as it was as American Psycho was. Yeah, I think some movies just need to be like one and done. Mm-hmm. Like the sequel to Legally Blonde. I could not get through that. I love Legally Blonde. You not get me wrong. I you, love that. You movie. know they're bringing it back. They are. Yeah, uh, I think it's Legally Blonde three. I love Reese Witherspoon. I do too. <laughs> I can watch Reese Witherspoon all day. But uh, you ever seen uh, Little Fires Everywhere? With her and Carrie Washington. Yes, Carrie Washington. That's another one I love. I read the book. The book was really, really good. They were amazing in that show. They were. I posted uh, one of the scenes from the about TikTok, and it blew up. Like. They were fantastic in that show. Um, but yeah, they're supposed to be bringing Legally Bond 2, uh, Legally Bond 3 sometime probably. They're gonna start, I think they're going to start filming sometime next year. There's a lot of shows. There's a lot of, uh, like, Twilight. Twilight's becoming a TV show sometime next year. Um, oh, my God. I, I Harry remember, Potter is becoming a TV show sometime next year. I remember when Twilight was, like, really, really big. I was in middle school when that happened, it was, and it was massive. It was, like... It was kind of like how Taylor Swift is now. <laughs> like, everybody was talking about it. Like, it was just insane. When it first came out, I refused to watch it. Because I didn't like Werewolves and Vampires. Yeah. Now I love Werewolves and Vampires, and I love the TV shows. And my, my, uh, when it was famous, my mother was watching it. And she was always like, I'm Team Edward all the way. Team, uh, no, she said she was Team Jacob all the way. Yeah. Because she uh, just Taylor Lott- I think she loved Taylor Lautner. Uh, but once I watched the movies over, I'm like, I went to Edward because first of all, Robert Pattinson Pattinson did a great job playing Edward. He, he, really, he, he was excellent, uh, and I'm like, I understand why she chose Edward. You really watch the movie, like you understand why she chose Edward, like because uh, Jake was a little aggressive, right? <laughs> a little aggressive towards her because he because she ain't choose him and all that. Like, and plus he was like young as he was like young as I don't know what when she first met him. He's like what, fifteen, sixteen? Something like that. And that was his, and that was Taylor Lautner's real age when he first started, when he first yeah. started playing uh, Jacob uh, in Twilight. 
I was like, wow. But um, I liked all the movies. Like I, I binge watch. I binge all the movies. I think I think I binge them in like one day. That's another one where um, I think that the actress, I can't, I know her, Kristen Stewart, um, people hated on her acting in that movie, but the thing is, is that, you know, I'm a huge reader, I read books all the time, Mm. she was acting based on the character. Yeah. Like, I think she's a phenomenal actress. I I think people wanted her to bring a little, uh, bring her to the the character, because, um, like, bring a little something, like, so if I make a, say I make a movie that's based off a book, and I'm directing I don't want you to only be doing what you read from the book. Now, so yeah. I want you to be a little bit more. Yeah, follow the character because other people that read the book gonna be like, you didn't follow the script of the character. Be the character, but bring your own twist to it. You know what I'm saying? Bring bring some of you to the character. Like I haven't read the book, so I can't really judge that because only all I seen was the movie. But in the, you would say you read the book, right? I've read all of them. Did Robert Pattinson do a good job playing Edward yes. from the book? Did, did he did he bring any creativity to that character? Um, a little bit. He was a lot more soft-spoken than I would imagine the character to be. And the thing is, is that I think Kristen Stewart did a really good job of playing Bella. Mm. Because in the book, in my opinion, Bella's very, like, two-dimensional. Right. Like, there's not really a lot going on with her character in terms of, like, character development. Okay. You know? You know? Yeah. So, I think, you know, I don't know. Did uh, Taylor Lautner bring something creative to the character? Jacob? Yes. And I think that's what they wanted. I think that's what they wanted from uh, Kristen. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Stewart, because I think they just wanted her to just bring something creative to that character and not only rely on just being that. that I don't want to say dull. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because she was very, like, she was very, like, mostly her facial expression was sad in the, uh, the movie. She was just very dull. I did enjoy, I think I did enjoy New Moon, her playing New Moon. I think I enjoyed that one. Um, but um, I think she did a pretty good job. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't hate her performance in the. Uh, I don't hate her performance in the uh, in the movies. Um, like I just seen. Uh, I, I think Robert Pattinson is a great actor. I just seen him in Batman. He tore I love it. tuning in Batman. He tore it. He tore it. He tore the house down. I think he did he, such a good job in that movie. But um, but uh, like I was watching um Harry Potter, mm-hmm. um. Cause I watched when I was young. I always wanted to. Uh, I tried to watch the. I tried to watch all the movies when I was younger, but I could never get through like through them because there's a lot of movies. So as I got older, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna watch every last Harry Potter movie until I'm done. And I sat there and I watched, and I never read the book. And then once I um, started getting information, because I'm like, excuse me, I'm like, why? Um, so when I'm done watching the movie, I'm like. Why didn't they put Harry and Hermione together? Like it, it made sense. It made all the sense in the world. But once um once uh what's her name? J.K. Rollins. Yeah. She said that uh in the book Hermione was ugly. That's she she didn't say it like that. But how she's how That's she worded it how, how she yes. worded it, Hermione was ugly and Harry was into girls that were pretty and um and that were gorgeous and all that. So when um when they cast it, you know what I'm saying? You can't just cast the movie and look for ugly girls. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? That's just, that's just messed up. So when they cast the movie, they found, um, don't tell me her name. Uh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Sorry. Yeah. When they found Emma Watson, they said she was like, she, she was gorgeous. They're gorgeous. They was trying to do everything they could 
to like what they try to mess with that hair to try to make her look rugged or something because she was more beautiful than the character was portrayed in the book. Yeah. So they was like so look. So that's why I was like, so that was the big question on me. Like, why would she end up with Ron? Of all people, Ron? So I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, okay. And then I'm watching, and then I'm watching the movie. And then I'm like, so Harry ends up with Ron's sister. Out of all the Jenny, people. Yeah. yeah, out of all the people, he ends up with Ron's sister. The thing about the who has a Who had a crush on him, by yeah. the way, since the first movie. Yeah. And he ain't awesome. see her until what? The seventh or the sixth? started dating in the sixth book which don't even make sense have you ever seen this girl for what five years this is crazy well actually well yeah like well, i mean like, like he saw her but not like that because yeah. he had obviously like he saw harry potter is one of those movies where because it's a spinoff it relies heavily on the fact that um you know that people who are going into the movies Mm. have read the books now a lot of the movies some of the movies aren't like that like you can watch movies and like you know I feel like Twilight's one of those where you don't really have to read the book to understand the movie but Harry Potter because there's so many like hidden details Mm. where you know you you just said it yourself where you know he didn't really see her well in the books she's constantly around so he saw right, her, right, but he didn't see her like that. Right, because in the movie, she was not really around. In she the wasn't movies. really around, yeah, right. no. So that's why I seen it like that. Okay, Because I never really read the books. I said I was going to read the books. I was going to catch up with reading the books because that um, the TV show that's coming out on HBO, uh, the TV show that's coming out on Max, is going to be based off the books. It's not going to involve the movies at all. It's going to be all based off, each season is going to be based off each book. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense because there's no t- continuation in the show. But I'm still going to watch it because I'm very interested to see what they're going to do with the characters. But, but, um... I'm actually interested to see that. So yeah. that means that there's going to be, like, at least seven seasons. And if they do it to the point, I think that they'll be able to add in more detail than the movies would. Because, again, the books are pretty lengthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the first one, and I think that one's arguably the smallest one in terms of, like, length, the shortest one. And so... It'll be, I feel like you'll, they'll be able to get, like, more detail, but honestly, Ginny played a huge part in the books, especially, like, from the, in the second one. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting how they do that. Yeah, I just hope they include her character more in the TV show. They should. Yeah, because I, I do want to learn more about the Ginny character. And I did, like, when I was watching, I'm like, I want to learn more about the Ginny character, because all the girls that Harry was talking to was like, they even betrayed him, or they just ain't really like you like that. And I'm like, wow, like... Like when I think what was that? What was that with the one where uh the little evil lady came and took over the school and ain't let them do anything? Dolores Umbridge. What uh what one was that? Uh the girl he was with was Cho Chang. Yeah, she like she ratted on him. Yeah. I'm like, Wow, bro, like Well actually she didn't rat on him. Her his, her friend ratted on him. Ah, okay, okay. Okay. Okay, I'm wrong. My, my apologies. <laughs> Sorry, I know I went. My apologies, but uh, but still, like, still, like, I do want you to know more that uh, more of that Jimmy character. I do want to know her more, and I wouldn't mind um, because I do want to. I do uh, do want to watch. Uh, I gotta watch the Fantastic what's the Fantastic Beast movies. Oh yeah. Where they uh, where they put in Professor Dumbledore and all them. Yes. About them. I, I do want to uh, watch that because don't those movies have, uh, don't those movies introduce like the uh, people from the uh, 
that uh, represent the Gryffindor in the uh, all them? I have actually never seen this movie, so I don't know. Okay, so I gotta watch that and see if they do that, because I do want to learn more about the 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 creators of the House of Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Slytherin. Yeah, I want to learn more about those characters. So hopefully they do that in the TV show. And they didn't end in the movie. But uh, that's all our time, guys. Uh, that is all of our time. Yep. So we. Uh, so, I'm Ty. I'm Joey. And, and this is Hawks Entertainment. Thank you. And we will be back with you next time. Thank you for listening. <laughs>